This podcast represents the opinions of our hosts and guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is for informational purposes only. This podcast also does not establish a standard of care, doctor-patient or client relationship. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. And because each person is so unique, all listeners are encouraged to connect with counseling and medical professionals for assistance with their personal journey. All people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed to protect the privacy of those involved. You're listening to the We're Not Fine podcast with Doug Jensen and Dr. Talia Jackson. We're back again. Good morning, afternoon, and evening. We kind of always end up in the same place. Here we are. And is are you seeing on the screen that like a Greg is the cheese in our sandwich? Oh, boy. I can't think of it that way. I'm not even sure <laughs> what that means. The cheese in our... Talia, no? Nope. No? No, no you're I not don't going feel there. any of that. Okay. I'm not... This is not a sandwich. This is something called a podcast. Mm. Oh, that's it's a podcast, not a not a menu. Wrong. You have you've been looking for ingredients for a sandwich, oh, and as you remember from the love languages, a sandwich, a hug, and a kiss for me. Sandwich. Yeah. So, uh, Greg, I feel like usually geez. we know what the heck we're doing and what's happening, but like you have some mysterious thing that we're doing today. Yeah, this is a little bit of a different flavor, a little bit of a different podcast today. You know, we sandwich. we're working, yeah, a different sandwich. Okay, can we <laughs> stop referring to the three of us as a sandwich? <laughs> I am not in a sandwich with the two of you. I have good boundaries, unlike obviously everyone else on this podcast. Oh, okay. You wow. want to go there? Okay. Wow. Well, Whoa. since you brought it up, Doug. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yes. no, this is this is a little bit of a different uh, flavor. We haven't done one of these before, but we have uh, some really exciting updates in the app world. And I know we've talked about dating apps before, and we'll continue to talk more about those in relationships and what they mean. Uh, but there's some news on the app front. And, uh, the apps have been front and center in the in the news related world the last few weeks, especially you know as they're talking about Valentine's and things like that. It's, it's you, this is the month of love, the month of relationship talk. And, <laughs> and so you'll see a lot of that in the news, but I thought it'd be interesting to tee some of these up for you and for our audience that may not have heard about some of this or some of these mm-hmm. developments and um, get your reactions. Cause some of them uh, are very interesting. I'll just leave mm. that. Some of them are just very interesting. So we have a new app that launched recently called Candid. And it launched on Valentine's Day, and it offers users a new TikTok-style dating app with video profiles to show off your personality. And they have 45-second videos that are recorded in the app, so potential matches know the video was recently taken and is authentic. So you can't just upload any old video that gets a native recording. And it works similar in the way Hinge's feature does. Um, Users can choose prompts like, why I love my pet or a recent shower thought or perfect first date or, you know, anything you want. So it lets users talk about, yeah, you know, whatever they want, but it's that, you know, it's real, you know, it's authentic. And that's why they call it 
candid. What are your thoughts on I love it. video? Oh my well, god! First of all, the name is too close to Candida, <laughs> and so is that like I got a, yeast, a little thrown. It a is. yeast disorder. <laughs> I, you know what? I will. I will say that that is not one of the three things that was brewing around in my head. Is that sounds a lot like Candida? It's like a candid, you know, snapshot. Yeah. I got. I gotcha. Do you think video is better though? Do you think in knowing yes. that it's yes. authentic? Oh, I good. think well, first I of all, it. I mean, but but go, Greg, to the word authentic that you just asked about. I think we should, when we're putting out ourselves for dating, I think we should put our best foot forward. We should look good. We should wear something. You know, one of the biggest concerns or complaints I should say, and I'm sure we've covered this before, but a lot of uh, the women clients that I work with will complain about fishing pictures or hunting pictures. They don't want to see a dead deer as and a gun as the first thing, unless they're into hunting as well. Of course, there's always exceptions, but I think there's a part where, go ahead. Oh, you're from Minnesota. It's a thing. It's a thing yeah. where we are, but also like, as I like to speak for all the trees, just kidding. I'm the Lorax. All humans. For, for women. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. I think that women also post pictures that they feel like they would like to see, whereas may maybe men are posting pictures that they feel like are impressive to other men. They're hoping they're impressive to the gender that they're wanting to attract, but usually that's not the case. Let me also say that you said the word prompts. And one of the things I do not like about Hinge is <clears throat> what the prompts are. The prompts do not feel like they really get to what somebody's core mm -hmm. is or values or, you know, the deeper stuff. Some of those prompts are just kind of silly, I think, um, and need some work. So the question is like, what are the prompts? And I, and so I think an authentic video and, and I will share with you. So I had a, uh, a, a connection with someone who found, I actually said the word recording when I was talking to him and he said, what do you mean by recording? I said, Oh, I have, I have a podcast. And so he said, can I see it? And I said, sure. He watched it. He binged it. He binged the whole fucking thing. And he's like, which one are you? I'm like, the one with the long hair, glasses, and lipstick. <laughs> and then he said, oh, my God, you are Thank stunning God. and Thank brilliant. Thank God that's the one because the other two are not of interest to me in any way, shape, oh or form. God. I mean, obviously. So, yes. yes, Greg, I love videos. I think it actually, you know, because tone of voice, and I just want to go to tone of voice for a second. You know, I've had so many clients, male, female, gay, straight, bisexual, poly, whatever. Tone of voice matters. How you talk matters to people. So yes. it's part of chemistry. It's part of feeling like you can feel connected to that person. So personally, I love videos. I think uh, Candida is a good choice for a name. <laughs> and um, I also think that the, and I, I'm sure there's other stuff too that can be done. So, but I like it. I'm, I think the, I like I'm video. all in. All into the video. I feel All like in. video is a thousand times better than these just, you know, one snapshot in time. You get to see people's personalities. And exactly, Doug, you get to hear their tone of voice and see how they talk, how they interact with their day-to-day. Yeah. Yeah. -day. Well, Go ahead. And there's another one. Um, there's a one called, um, called Ditto, um, which is a new startup. It's a speed dating app. Though and users can have three minute speed dating sessions via live video chat, and the sessions occur every Tuesday 
And uh, there's currently a limit and it's currently only available to New York users only, but they're planning to roll it out more. I think that's very interesting and in that yeah. it's a live engagement. So you know that they are who they are because yeah. it's, li yep. it's you know, live interaction uh, via the app, but it's also a safe space too, right? Cause you, you're not yeah. having to be in person. Yep. Um, you're not having to arrange a date anywhere. Um, which actually, um, I was going to respond to one thing you, you said, Doug, in terms of video, those prompts are designed because people often get in their head about, yeah, well, what, sure. what do I talk about? What am I going to do? Yeah. And so it helps that I agree. Nurture, you know, nudge that process along, but you're absolutely right. There should be more options for, for mm -hmm. them because some of them are just kind of, Kind of like, silly. how do you feel about your favorite pet? Yes, you can learn a lot about that, but that wouldn't be something that I'd want to know necessarily. I'd want to know, yeah. like, right. you know, I don't know. But, I have so many things to say about that. Yeah, I love the idea that speed dating, though, is now possible. Oh, my God. I love so, it. Yeah, I, I could not get more excited about this app. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. I So I've the only reality TV show that I really watch is The Bachelor or Bachelorette, which are so silly in many ways. But I believe in that concept. I believe if that if that you had like 25 people that generally might be in your category of desirable. I always tell my clients, I wish I could do that with people all the time because I would gladly say, tell me about which half you would delete just based on physical chemistry alone, mm -hmm. because it is important to think about about that as a factor. But the speed dating thing I love because you have multiple mm -hmm. options. It's time limited in case you are not having a good time. And I'm sure you either swipe yes, I'm interested or not after each one. Um, I love it, though. I think the concept of speed dating has always been something that I love. It's a really great way to meet people. Yes. I mean, With I, I'm really excited about it, too. But what I love yeah. about all of these, and we've only gotten into the second one yet, but everyone is so sick and tired and burnt out by online dating. And there's something about the way that it has been done thus far that people are less engaged. They're putting less out there. They're not wanting to put anything of themselves out there because they're already so sick and tired. And this way, it's also maybe weeding out some of the people that are not going to put themselves out there. So the people that are really engaged get to pour yourself in and what you put into it is what you get out of it. And the speed dating, as we may have mentioned before, we are doing an event and we're so excited and we're in the throes of all of the planning, but we are going to do speed dating as like learning exercises, how to figure out how to show up to that three minute. We're going to do eight minutes, but it just, you learn so much about yourself. You learn so much about others. It's like how to put your best foot forward while being really authentic. And how much of it do you worry about presenting yourself versus listening and yeah. learning about the other person? I mean, it's just, it's fabulous. It's like the only way to get to really know someone and it also three minutes of speed dating versus four weeks of of online chatting and then moving it to a phone call i mean who's got that kind of time exactly. i actually worry that three minutes is not enough you but know, it's again, enough to know if you're repulsed which is you can maybe sign up for three minutes can you oh. yeah. what that's pretty cute so it doesn't just log you out and put you into the next person no, because you you're, you're still trying to match with people and you're still trying to, Ooh. yeah. 
Game okay, that's the changer, best. That's right? the best pe- feature so far of this. Yeah. Aside from the speed dating. Well, hold on. There's another one. That's okay. launching <laughs> at the at the end of February, February 28th. Ditto gets my vote so far. Um, but Ditto's far- only in New York, right? Uh, well, let's make it national. Yeah, Ditto is only in New York right now. Uh, okay. And they're rolling out to Toronto and Los Angeles in oh. late April and May. Well, I'm moving. Yeah, yeah okay. let's do this. So there's another one called, uh, it's launching at the end of the month, um, called Arly, I-R-L-Y, which stands for I Really Like You. And Aww. it's geared towards Gen Z, but it lets users video chat with a potential match and play in-app games like Truth or Dare or Would You Rather or things like that. And there are conversational prompts like the strangest food combo I enjoy is, the first thing on my bucket list is, the most ridiculous thing I believed as a child is... Um, so there's like icebreakers built into it as well, um, which we've talked about. And then the users have the option to sw- switch between live mode, which instantly starts a video call with a potential match based on your preferences, and classic mode, which lets users message matches and schedule that video chat for a later time. So it gives mm-hmm. users that ability to chat through video messaging back and forth. Um, but so live. this is for the youth. Like, what? Is, what would you qualify? What is Gen Z? Like, where does that start and where does that end? Because I feel like my fifteen-year-old—that's how he would want to date. And it, it might be your fifteen-year-old. It's definitely my twenty-one-year-old. But I think it goes up to maybe twenty-five. Okay. Twenty-four. That the 25, twenty-five right now. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Like so, it doesn't, that's not how I would want to do it, but I feel like that is neither. already the way that Gen Z is connecting and interacting so that it feels so natural. It makes so much sense. Yeah. So any, technically anyone born between 81 and 96 is, is considered the millennial yes. and then anyone born after you know, ni- 1997 onward is considered Gen Z. Yeah. So four years old, so probably 25 is accurate. Yes. Yes. Yep. That makes sense. So here's the other thing. I agree with that. Like I was listening to how this goes, like truth or dare or, or those sorts of things. Um, I will tell you, and I just want to give a big shout out to millennials and Gen Zers because <laughs> I think millennials have opened up the floodgates for being who you are and being accepting for who you are and affirming who you are. And I think Gen Z is like, I give a fuck what you think. I'm going to be who I am. And I'm so proud of that generation. I'm so proud of my 21 year old and I'm proud of my 34 year old for giving those gates an open. Um, So I'm excited about this, but you know, it's interesting given who I am and given how, you know, people of my generation, 36, 37, I'm kidding. Is that that a new generation that we're, I don't know. We're creating. I don't even want to talk about it. So, but I think I agree with you, Talia, what you said about, you know, people are engaging differently. It's very much online. It's definitely TikTok. It's it's all of the other snaps and instas and tweets and whatever else. Um, so I think I think it's great. I actually love 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 that there's something designed for this generation because yeah. I think it's also going to take in a, into account. Unlike another podcast we did where someone you know made a joke about the mafia alphabet. Um, I just oh, think yes. there's a yeah. I think this is a very probably accepting place for people to go and very safe given how people of that generation have learned to communicate. By the way, post-pandemic as well. I mean, this is the generation that didn't go to high school necessarily in person, didn't go to college in person. And so learning how to communicate differently has been a probably strength and skill building experience. I love it. 
I love that you said that. And I hadn't really thought about that as like the millennials and the Gen Zers, but you're absolutely right. Like they, they have opened the doors to people just like showing up as you are. You're good enough as you are. It's like a generation or two that also maybe the parents us yep. are like, we're doing our work. We're like the first generation that we're actually doing our work and trying to raise I hope so. kids that have self-esteem and are proud of who they are. And not that our parents didn't try to do that for us, but there was a lot of stigma about um, mental health. So it is really beautiful because I feel like this younger generation because, and I didn't really put that together, Doug, that because of the pandemic and they haven't had as, or there were a couple of years of a gap in the way that they were showing up in person. Yep. But like my 15 year old, he has zero issue knowing that a friend of a friend exists, thinking they're kind of cute, reaching out and they're having conversations like immediately yep. that same day. Yeah. Like, I feel like our generation, we don't do that. Or there's like... But they're fearless. Gosh, that's refreshing. Yeah. All right, we have one. We have another one here. Um, this one's a little, a little different. I'm curious about your take on it. Hmm. Um, two sisters, Jacqueline and Alexa Child, co-founded the world's first modern disabled dating app called Datability, hmm. which launched across North America at the end of last year. Um, one of them mentioned uh, that she once told told a guy that, that she was chatting with on a dating app that she had a, a connective tissue disorder. And he went on to tell her that she should never have kids because it would be selfish to pass on any genetic order, any genetic disorder. I'm sorry. Um, and she, also, she also said she's had experiences of getting to know someone and then starting to like each other only for their parents to intervene and then tell them, you know, if you date someone with a chronic illness, you're not gonna have as much fun in life and that's gonna be a burden on you. Aww. So to develop a safe space to, for people with disabilities to find other people that understand that uh, the, you know, everything that goes along with that is what the goal is. They estimate that their potential user base in the United States is about 5 million. Um, wow. because there are about six million, 60 million people with disabilities currently living in the United States. So they're hopeful that, um, this will resonate with that community and, uh, make a positive difference. Greg, I love, I mean, I love that idea. Of course. Like how could anyone have anything to say other than like, that's beautiful. It's niche and you would feel like safe and comfortable meeting other people who've maybe had similar life experiences. The question is, is, are we only looking to date people like us or is there something, I mean, I guess it's just, it might not be for everybody. Maybe not everybody is, I mean, it's sort of like J date, right? Of like a, a database for Jewish people, or is it a database for people who love Jews and are Jewophiles and feel comfortable dating Jewish people or like, you know, it's ju it just brings up the question of like, if you are something, do you only want to be on a database for that same type of person? Yeah, that, that was my concern as well. Um, because I could see it also attracting people that might have some sort of fetish or 
um, oh. predisposition in an unhealthy way towards people with disabilities. Yeah. And mm. the other part being, um, I don't think it, it, I mean, maybe this is controversial, but I don't think it helps our society to exclude and put those people, or let me say those people, people with disabilities in their own corner. I think we need to do more to embrace that everywhere because mm -hmm. it's like, we don't want, let's not talk about it. Let's sort of shove it over here. I don't know. I mean, I, I notice it because I have, I have friends that are wheelchair um, enabled and you, you don't understand the plight of someone in a wheelchair and, and how mm -hmm. terrible our country is towards people with disabilities until you actually have to, maneuver with somebody like, like navigate that, right? that and and i kind of feel like we need to have more of these conversations and while it shouldn't be on the burden of that person that has that chronic illness to have to re-explain it every single time to everybody uh, and i can kind of relate a little bit because i've had my own health journey right um in fact i actually have one of the um issues that one of these sisters does um which is fairly common but um it's it is something that you get used to. And I think it helps to tell that story. You know, you're going to find objections all the time. Oh, that person's too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, not the right, right. hair color. I mean, there are a thousand reasons. I don't think I, I can understand why disabilities would be particularly hard, but I, I, per, I would prefer to see the other apps embrace disability more than have to create a second space. For. Yeah. You know, so I didn't hear almost all of the description about this app, um, but I think I have the gist of it. And I will say that the name of it is incredible. Like dateability. Um, I love the, the play on disability. Um, and, you know, for persons who are differently abled, I, I, I just want to also claim that, you know, because none of us are in that particular situation. And Greg, while you just noted you have health concerns, I don't necessarily feel like we are in a place to represent or talk about that. And I'm always careful about making assumptions for other people who are different than myself. But I also want to say, I mean, I agree with you, Greg, overall, what I would, I think we're working toward. I say this about women and LGBTQ and, you know, I, and pers persons who are differently abled, I would say that the goal is to be inclusive and to educate and to continuously work toward inclusion on all of these apps. And even some of the gay identified apps that I'm on, I mean, there's a really, really high sensitivity to racism and fetish. And, you know, cause a lot of people will say it's racist to just date people of color. You know, and I have that conversation with people because I really want to know what that feels like, hmm. um, because, you know, who we're drawn to, I don't think we have a lot of choices about, but fetishizing people or specifically choosing people based on one characteristic, um, like maybe being differently abled or in a wheelchair. I don't know. I, you know, there's a part of me that I don't know that I can even speak to that because right. someone in, who is wheelchair bound might be feeling like, no, I'm totally cool with that. I want them to right. really find me hot. So I don't. I don't feel like I can speak to that, but I love the concept. And if this person has particularly had a tough time feeling like they have equal footing. And the other thing I want to say about this is I don't, uh, what I don't know, and I maybe did not hear this and maybe it was said in your introduction to this app, but are they limiting it to people who are differently abled or are they opening it up to people who are in that category? Because there is a gay app, for example, called silver daddies. That silver daddies app is for older men but also young men or middle-aged men, 
Greg, right. you are clearly processing. Um, <laughs> and if you need to take a break like I did to put the app on your phone, because that's really what I was doing while I was off. I knew it. I, so you I were put, not abducted I ditto, by aliens. I put ditto on my phone and pretended I was from New York. Um, so <gasps> that's what I think. I think that, you know, I think this should be inclusive for people right. also who are like, I don't give a shit if you're differently abled. I'm open I to mean, dating. I, I like want to find... Go ahead. This might be a both and situation. Like, yeah, yes, maybe. all of the dating apps should probably be a little bit more open, aware, yeah. inclusive, educating people also. And I think it's perfectly fine for there to be some niche safe spaces for people to be like, I'm so okay. sick of explaining myself. Duh. By so, the way, there's right, always ahead. been Go niche. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so that is a, perfect segue Talia and you didn't even know it into into uh, another new app that that's coming out and this one I know you guys are going to have some thoughts on so ooh, Rebel Wilson what? is getting ready to launch a ooh, new dating Rebel app Wilson. called Fluid which is open okay. to everyone and allows users to date without worrying about labels the app which Wilson co-founded is designed to be all inclusive making it an ideal platform for individuals looking to find love without having to categorize themselves. This is the first dating app where you don't actually define yourself or tick a box to say, I'm straight, I'm gay, I'm bisexual, and you don't have to describe what you're looking for. It's kind of love with no labels. The app's algorithm works on users' interests, allowing them to connect with like-minded individuals. Um, It just picks up who you're vibing with and how much time you spend on certain profiles. And it's open enough so that if your sexuality moves in a different direction, it will follow because of what you're preferring in the app. It's designed to be a platform for people of all across the sexual spectrum, regardless of your gender orientation or preferences. And Wilson believes that even straight individuals can use the app and have a great time. Do what but do you is, think would about be like, that? Would the, would the, okay. So I have, I think more questions than answers. I mean, the idea is beautiful. I love the idea, especially if it's like wanting to explore who else is out there that you may have had such limiting beliefs about who you are that you would have never met these people otherwise. However, (laughs) unless everyone on there is pansexual... Then what are we looking for? Are we looking for friendships? Are we looking for, I mean, you I, I, I don't you, think that's you, accurate. You, no, 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 no. She's absolutely, she, she's absolutely right. It's oh, almost, everyone has it, to be pansexual. No, 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 no. She's, she's like, she, no, what Talia, what I, what I heard you say okay. is that it's like, it, it, it's confusing because unless everyone there is also like-minded and fluid that it could be confusing to me, it sounds like an app where it's like, everything is in the dark and you're literally just yeah. throwing up spaghetti against the wall to see what's going to Like love like, is blind. Yeah. Like I totally disagree blind. with you both. I disagree strongly okay. with you both. First of all, congratulations to Rebel Wilson for finally producing something that actually takes into account what people are experiencing. There are, uh, and I also, you know, I'm going to watch Pitch Perfect like 20 more times when I get home tonight uh, just to honor her. Um, this is what I would say. That's not what fluidity is, though. Fluidity isn't necessarily about I need to be open to everybody on that continuum. Fluidity means I might meet someone. If I am bisexual, for example, I meet a, might meet a dude. I might meet a woman. I might meet someone who's trans. I mean, that's what pansexual is. 
But not right. everyone needs to be pan. I didn't hear that anyway, that everyone has to be pansexual and be open to absolutely everyone. I think what people on the site are doing is they're trying to remove a little bit. If they, if they do have some fluidity themselves, remove gender from the equation and see the person as a person. And it's one of the most beautiful concepts there are. And frankly, I think Gen Z is going to push this fucker even further in terms of how we see each other because mm-hmm. love is love. And I can't tell you how many people I know who have personally said, you know, I think I could, I could really enjoy spending my life with someone opposite sex, same sex, depending on what you are, uh, non-binary, whatever it is, this opens up and non-binary people need to be mentioned here. People who do not identify as both. It doesn't mean they still don't have a sexuality that is not about gender. That's right. So this, this really opens this up. I think there's no labels that need to be applied here. I think you, Although- I, I think you, I think you jumped into the topic without, uh, assessing the data bill, the dating part of it, Doug, I, I understand where you're coming from on fluidity and I appreciate yep. all of that. But the problem is I'm going to use both of your own words. Dating without intention in the dark is not a good idea. And that's what this app is fostering is it's not, it's not allowing me to match with people that would be a match for me. It's allowing me just to say, okay, I like this person, like that person, like that person. And over time, I don't, I don't know if I'm wasting time with that swipe because I don't know that that person presented is anywhere near that. It would be like, it would be the equivalent of me having every possible sexual orientation and and preference out there. And that's all in my feed. And I am mm-hmm. responsible for going through and doing all that extra work. I think that's a which, horrible idea. Which might be I don't. why I'm not sure that if it, you're a straight person who is 100% certain that you are only straight, yep. that this would probably not be great for you unless you're looking for friendships, unless that's like yeah. an option in there. But yep. I think, Doug, what you were saying is so beautiful and it might be just like pushing up against our own um limiting beliefs about like if you have to check a box yeah because like a lot of us like if we had to check a box we would check a box that we always check but we're not asking ourselves like well i don't know like who else is actually out there maybe i would find someone attractive maybe i don't even know because i've never been in a position to meet someone outside of this box The other thing I want to say, and Talia, I think you just addressed it. I think there are those of us who know who we are and we don't struggle with our, our sexual interest or our gender. Right. And so I know what my boxes are and I, right now they're probably not going to change all that much. Um, But I will tell you for anybody who has hung out with people in their early twenties or anybody of that Gen Z nature, I think there is such an offense to people who are label or put, put, put people in boxes Um, I just read an article about the actress from The Last of Us who is uh, fluid and she's just horribly offended by people's comments about her appearance and how she needs to look on the show as a female and she's horrified by it. And I Mm -hmm. think what we're looking at is a generation that is not any of ours. So I'm excited for there to be somewhere where people like my younger 21-year-old, probably even my 34-year-old, would appreciate the opportunity not to have to fit into a a box. We right. have done that. We, our generation, my generation, for sure, I own, has really done a disservice to everybody by putting people in labels or boxes. Why don't we just go ahead? I, I agree that it's great that, that you cannot be in a box. Where I disagree is I think the execution 
is going to make it very difficult for people to find uh, a, a match with intention with where they are mm -hmm. today. If it was a situation where you could somehow it, it's, it's nudging you and saying, you know, you're, you're, we're presenting you with more of these matches now because this seems to be where you're going. And, 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 and then working, like, I think, I think there's a middle ground is what I'm saying. I think there's a way yes. to, to be open to, to, to not put labels out there, but to execute it in a way that doesn't feel like it's shooting in the dark. And I think that, that's where they're going to struggle. Maybe they'll, maybe it'll be better in the future. Well, I but feel that, like the shooting in the dark and the fluidity is like absolutely amazing and perfect. If everyone is really fluid and everyone is really open and can't wait to find like what is the prize in this hidden package where it's like, Ooh, the, present of the day is this person. I have no idea how they identify or what their sexual orientation is, but it doesn't matter because we are a match. I think it's only a problem if you are more traditional or rigid or more certain about like, no, these are my boxes of who I am and what I'm looking for. And let me throw out there that there are people who have an identification, whether it's straight, gay, bisexual, who would love to find someone fluid who would love to find someone who's open to a lot of opportunities because maybe they're looking for an open, not, you know, ethically non-monogamous poly relationship. So I think we can't exclude the mm. various, the variables here about what might be on the ticket for people. So I don't know if it's as in the dark. I think it's, well, so it's maybe we recommend to rebel who I also am obsessed with and adore. Yeah. Maybe we recommend that there are more check boxes for the, people that need a few check boxes of who, how you identify where you're open, where you're not open, what you're looking for. And maybe that will help narrow your dating pool. And I also think that every one of these new apps will find nuances that they need to tweak. Every app I've ever known about right. tweaks, right? Yes. Yeah. But I come down to, to the principles of business and I guess that's where, that's where I, uh, that's that's why I'm looking at it through a different lens. You guys are looking at the feelings and the uh, relationship. Go figure. Right? <gasps> yeah, I know. Feelings. Wow. But, that's feelings. all that matters. But feelings. From a, from a business perspective, if you're trying to <laughs> if you're trying to be everything to everyone, and your name is not Amazon or Google, you're going to fail every time. Right? Thank God, I'm. And, my name is Doug and Amazon. I think that there still is an ability to explore. There are thousands of little niche apps that you can explore all sorts of different things. And you're signing up and saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to see what this is about. Or I'm going to see what this is about. So I don't think there's a, I think the limitation is artificial, but it's nice to see a different approach and maybe we'll learn something from this, you know, social experiment that they're engaging on. I just find the execution on it is going to be a real struggle for people that are trying to use it. So, but you have to opinion. be just what you said, like you have to be brave enough to put something out there yep. to find out like, what is it that would be more helpful about it? Because if everyone just sat around being like, oh, well, this could be a big flop, then there would be no brilliant creatives and thought right. leaders. And, you know, so this is really exciting. I congratulate Rebel. I think it's great. Go so Rebel. We also have an update from Tinder. Uh, so the match Ooh. company is now going to allow you to stop or to block people when they come up on 
the initial swipe as opposed to having to match and then block them, which okay. is going to help a lot of people that might come across a coworker, they might come across uh, someone, an ex or someone they did it before. So it allow you to, to remove yourself from that equation much faster, which is nice. They're also looking at other security enhancements and privacy enhancements as well. So it's good to know that, you know, they're on it. That's an exceptional addition. Awesome. I, I'm actually disappointed it wasn't there before. Yeah. Like nobody wants to match with their therapist or coworker or I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. delighted by it. Or family member. So. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very Good true. job. Now, Good job, this, this is not a, this is not an app update per se, uh, but it is something that was in the news recently that I thought was interesting for you guys to react to. Um, there's a, a, a dating accelerator um, that has intimacy curators that what? place dating surrogates with clients. So through, they will have a fake dating surrogate or a dating surrogate will go on a date with one of their clients. And throughout the date, they come over and provide tips. And sometimes the surrogate themselves okay. will provide advice or tips on that whole dating exchange. And this is happening right now in India. And it's about, oh my God. Yeah. It's about 145 us dollars, um, for a co for a package cost. Uh, but it's, I find this fascinating because I find that as a society now, our human interaction, our social skills might not be as refined as they should be. So you can do all the work you want to do in the apps. You can search and connect with people all day long, but at the, some point you have to meet in person and then what, <laughs> I how, mean, do you, how do you deal with that? So I thought that was a really cool idea that they're helping people with anxiety, uh, different phobias, different uh, issues that they may have, or, or they may not be used to having those kinds of engagements in person and try to help them overcome them in real life through a, a comfortable, safe person. But at first I thought that you were talking about like, we're going to pretend that we're on a date and I am going to talk you through some of these things and give you some feedback. I think that's what I think Doug and I, that's what we were like put on the planet to do. It's like <laughs> we're chomping at the bit. We wish yeah. our clients are, would invite us to hide behind a plant. Are you, and, are you like, they have, are by you, the way. Are you signing up to be dating surrogates for people? Yes. Now? No, I am. I'm going to change it. I do not believe in the surrogate idea. Let's put two real people together, but but be there with that date. Okay. You know, as as I've embarrassed my friends and actually approached people I thought were on their first date at a bar not so long ago, and I, you know, and I'm, I I like started asking questions like, have you talked about if you're attracted to each other? Have you talked about what your goals are? Have you talked about like what you're looking for in a mate? And these two dudes were so hilarious. Um, and they were so welcoming and they're like, one of them wanted to intern with me. I might've mentioned this on a previous podcast, but it was the best experience. I am exactly what you said, Talia. I'm salivating. Like, I don't want to yeah. be a surrogate. I want to be there at the table. I have yes. had clients, by the way, ask me to be in the restaurant during their date so that they could like nonchalantly go to the bathroom and say, what the fuck do I do with this? I would love oh that God. idea. Coaching Which, by in the, the moment. Way, our upcoming retreat. That's right. Is going to have that as a part of it. 
yep. as like a bonus if you want VIP Doug option. and I yeah. to hide behind a plant. No, we're not even going to hide behind a plant. We're just going to <laughs> oh, like not hiding. check in and connect and like see how it's going. Maybe give some pointers, whatever these obstacles to, to love are. We want to like help you jump over them. And Doug, I changed my mind. I agree. I think maybe the surrogate as a sur- surrogate is a little weird. It's a I don't little like it. weird because that's I us like kind that. of pretending. Yeah, no. But I love the idea of the coaching, like in real life, in actual in vivo, like while it's I, happening. I would even be glad to have like a headset or something in their ear, mm. like. You know, I, I think if we coach people through a date, I think they would learn oh so much more because we have no fear, right? Like we don't encourage people to be afraid of that experience. So I do not like the surrogate idea at all. I think it's a waste of time. I think what they should be paying for is coaching with a real person because it doesn't take into account the, the variable of the other person. Like let's put the real person that you're going on a date with in there and I'll coach you through it. And, and oh another my God, problem, I love another that. problem with it is yeah. that because this is what Doug and I actually really want to do with our lives, <laughs> we, I think we would know how to outsmart all of the dating faux pas, because if we want to coach people to be super dateable, then if we're pretending to be a person on the date... I mean, I guess we could throw in there a whole, like some, you know, borderline personality disorder or some like OCD where we're like, you know, doing all sorts of ritual things on a date and see, you know, throw the person off. But that's not authentic either. We just want to be in your ear. Well, and even going to your comments about different possible diagnostic pieces or different personalities, those people deserve a healthy, fulfilling dating experience too. And so, you know, it comes while with our they're ex- in therapy and working while, on while themselves. they're in therapy and while they, you know, hopefully have done a lot of their work, but I still think it's something to navigate. And I don't mm-hmm. think a surrogate is going to do that. A, a surrogate is not going to be the real person that Greg going to your comment uh, in, in the, in the introduction about like an anxious person. I want to deal with the anxiety in the moment. I, I don't want to deal with a fake anxiety because the anxiety is going to come back when it's a real person. Mm-hmm. So I, I just say, let's plow through the surrogate. And let's do it. So I don't, I don't love this one. Kick the surrogate to the curb and let us have an earpiece. Yeah. Get out. I have a question for you both. Um, Maybe this is, maybe this is for the, a preview of the event to come uh, that Mm. will be announced soon, but you're not even in the restaurant with your date yet. You're outside the restaurant with your date. Do you hold the door open for them or not? Yes, of course. Male or female. Be polite. Show your best self. Show them what you're capable in terms of being a good person and a good mate to this person. And by the way, don't stop five years later. Still be kind. Make those gestures. Go ahead. Some people get upset about it. Okay. But then you know, then you know if that person is not the right person. If I, if I open the door for a dude or if a dude opens the door for me, have at it. Who would get upset about someone opening a door for them? I've heard stories. And maybe it's just, I've heard stories of some women getting upset because they have, they have the ability to open their own door. They don't need a guy to open the door for them. It's a but polite what's gesture. what's that about? Yeah, it's I, a I don't polite think that's gesture misogynistic for anybody. At all. And by the way, I say that as a gay man, like, please open the door for me, dude. Sure, yes, I'll walk in. Yes, I would and open the door for someone else. I know, Talia, you've opened doors for me. I do. So I, I treated you to you lunch. You did today. I you treated me to lunch. Butt. 
you know. So the so the da- does it does the dating protocol extend the same way to pulling someone's chair out as at the same time? Like while they're trying to sit down, so they fall on the floor. Helping them, helping them to their chair. That's Gen Z. Um, you know, I feel like everyone just should be who they are, and if that rubs someone the wrong way, that person is responsible to just be like, okay, why did that rub me the wrong way? Is that something that I need to deal with, or is that I find that? to be maybe too chivalrous, too traditional. Yeah. That's not really what I'm looking for. But um, I agree. come on, you guys. Let someone open a door. You open the door. Why can't unless, everyone open doors? Unless you find out that that person does want you to be a traditional person and a passive, submissive person, in which case, no go. But I'll tell you, I will tell you, I swear half the time I go out to a nicer dining restaurant, mm-hmm. I'll get the chair pulled out for me. And maybe it's because they think I'm an old man by the person who's seating me. Yeah. So like but the that's host a different context. Male but and that female. Is, it's Fair. It's like, but that's how we learn who these people are. I will tell you 100% of the time I would open the door for a date. Okay. And I expect, yeah. I, by the way, I'm going to tell you, I expect that that person does the same for me because I'm looking for mutuality. I'm looking for, I'm not looking for an, a power differential in my relationship with anybody. Same. But also, I I don't think we should assume that that's what that means. It's like, I mean, Greg, what you were saying is like some women are offended by that. I think we need to like talk about that or figure out what that is, because that might be old trauma or feeling like, I mean, if feminism means equality, then why can't everyone be kind and chivalrous to each other? I say be kind and thoughtful to each other for sure. I thought you meant like pull out the chair while they're trying to sit down, like I know. Charlie Brown that's, and the football that Lucy no, pulls out. No, that's like a Gen Z fantasy, <laughs> right? I mean, that's like, oh, I would, if my 15-year-old went on a date, believe you me, <laughs> there'd be some some of that happening. Who well, I that, adore. This is all great preview for the, the VIPs okay. that come to oh. the dating experience. You, you know, yes. here we oh are, God, though. We're like, wait. we're like vultures, like right. waiting Chomping for this experience. Like, at the bit. Please date in front of me. Yeah. Please so- date in front of me. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Dating in front of me. Right. So we'll, and we'll and continue- we won't have to hide behind a tree. Sorry. <clears throat> we'll on. continue to do these, da- these dating app updates as, you know, this industry is blowing up like crazy. Great. Um, and, and we'll periodically check in on, on them. But these are some new ones that I thought worthy of our, our discussion. It's so great because you know what? It was stale. Everyone I talked to that's in the online dating yep. world, they are tired. They're fatigued. They don't want to put themselves out there. Every time someone gets ghosted or every time like anything just feels impersonal or someone on the other side is getting discarding you, it just makes you want to put yourself out there less and less. So right. it's like breathing new life. I Greg, think I appreciate you doing dating. this investigation. I have heard of none yes, of these. Greg, none this of these. good stuff. And I will tell you, I just want to do this because I'm someone who likes to give an award. I think the Ditto is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. So I give Ditto number one, Rebel Wilson close number two. Definitely the last one is this app with a surrogate. But there's some good ones here. There I'm are. excited. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Just Doug's opinion. But open to sponsorship. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Ditto. I have got Ditto. you back. I will support yeah. you. I will come to New York and be a supportive person in person. In person, in person. I'm really into Ditto. Candid. 
Candid. Candid oh. might be I because it's really cute. It's like video. It's live. It's interactive. That's fair. It's like juicy. It's like third for me. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't know why I needed to rank, but I just felt like it. There you go. All right. Well, we will keep everyone updated, and we will be back next week. I love it. See you then. Bye, y'all. Have a question for Doug or Talia? Email us your questions at questions at renotfine.com. Eligible questions will be randomly selected for upcoming episodes. For details, visit our website at renotfine.com. Join us every Tuesday for new conversations, new challenging topics, and fun.